Hello there, it's Peter from Nourishing Soulfully and you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Now I am currently on maternity leave and whilst I'm on maternity leave I have scheduled up fortnightly podcast episodes taken from the archives of my two other podcasts nourish heal your relationship with food and eat move live intuitively i hope that you find this episode really valuable even if you've listened to it before i really recommend having a listen again just because it can often bring up other stuff and we'll notice different things much like if we read a book again that we maybe hadn't noticed before as always if you could rate and review this podcast it would mean ever so much to me but what would mean even more to me is if you could share this episode if you found it valuable with others because this will help the podcast be found by many many more people remember you can also find so much content on the nourishing soulfully website and the blog at nourishingsoulfully.com and if you're fancying a little bit of self-development a little bit of self-care time and focusing on creating that self-kindness and self-compassion and getting to really know yourself, Elevate, the course in self-kindness is available as a self-paced course even whilst I'm on maternity leave. Head to nourishingselfly.com to find out more and let's delve into this week's episode. Welcome to Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food, a podcast by me, Peter, a non-clinical certified intuitive eating coach and certified eating psychology coach. Intuitive eating and healing a relationship with food can be really rather confusing. There's a lot of conflicting advice out there with a whole lot of jargon. This podcast aims to debunk food and eating myths and guide you to a healthier, more comfortable, relationship with food and each episode is bite-sized so you can have a little listen to it without it being too overwhelming and try popping some of the suggestions and tips into practice and seeing how they work for you. In today's episode of Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food, we're looking at how to stop comfort eating. Do you ever find yourself feeling emotional and reaching for food? Anything from feeling upset or angry vulnerable to excited, happy or even a bit bored. We can often be wondering how much we've eaten, left confused by an empty crisp bag we've just opened or a bar of chocolate that just seems to have vanished into thin air. Emotional eaters use food to bury, distract or cover up emotions in the short term. It works a charm for about 10 minutes. However, in the long term, we're left with major food guilt and a feeling of unease. Stress eaters numb feelings, pushing them deeper down with chocolate, biscuits, yogurt, crisps and maybe even a round of toast. And whilst yes, sometimes we will comfort eat, what's good to remember is that we eat food and we try not to, wherever possible, eat our feelings. So there's a simple tool we can have in our intuitive eating toolbox which we can use when we notice we're heading towards the fridge or cupboard. And I call this tool Pause and Acknowledge with Kindness. P-A-K. Pack. So pause. Take a moment before grabbing something to eat when you can feel those feelings. Have a little think about how emotional eating tends to feel in your body. What 
do those feelings feel like? What physical sensations come up for you before you're just about to reach into the cupboard to grab something to eat and pause? Acknowledge, ask yourself why you're reaching for food. What's caused this feeling? Kindness. Ask yourself kindly if there is something else that would better soothe those feelings more long term, such as chatting to a friend or going for a walk or journaling. When it comes to emotional eating, in pausing for a moment and considering what we're doing and why we're doing it, we're less likely to continue on the same course. However, there are times when eating something is the only thing that can soothe us. This is when emotional eating kind of does serve a purpose. Because if it is the only thing that is going to soothe you and comfort you in that moment, don't deprive yourself of that. But keep a list of things which you find soothing on the fridge or inside the cupboard door. And when we're in the throes of the emotions, which out of habit push us towards food, it can be really difficult to think of anything that will soothe us in that moment. Check your list, whether it's in the journal or on the back of the cupboard door. Um, and you may include things like have a shower, have a nap, journaling, speaking to someone, going for a walk, having a dance, going for a swim. Sometimes you might find that actually you reach for food out of excitement. You reach for food out of boredom. What things do you need? What are your needs right now that maybe you're not fulfilling and you're looking for food to be the answer, to be the solution, but actually the likelihood is that solution is going to last about 10 minutes and then you're going to be feeling those feelings all over again and probably a little bit of guilt and shame too. So try using pack, pause, acknowledge, kindness and see if you can better understand those feelings that are coming up and fulfill those needs that you have. And sometimes that's going to be with things that aren't food. If you have any questions around healing your relationship with food, around stress eating, around secret eating and anything else that's coming up for you around food, please do pop those questions over Peter, over to Peter at nourishingsoulfully.com that's p-e-t-a at nourishingsoulfully.com and later on in this season I will be doing a Q&A answering those questions for now be gentle be kind remember you're doing the best you can always sending lots of love your way